0: Magic is power. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Leaving a Legacy. My name is Patrick. I am your legacy newbie with me this week. As always, Jerry Me, What's going on, Jerry? Uh, not much, Pat. How you doing this week? Um oh, man. I've had a weekend, <laughs> man. I have had a weekend, let me oh, tell you. Oh yeah? Oh, dude. So Liam was sick with the flu all weekend. It was miserable. My Saturday morning, I had the weekend off. Saturday morning started with both of them waking up at like 5 a.m. I got him to my wife was still at work she was working on overnight. Had him come into my bed. Like Luke is sleeping next to me, Liam sleeping next to him, and Liam like wakes up and just vomits all over Luke <laughs> and all over the bed. So I'm giving them, fr- I'm frantically giving them both showers at five at five thirty a.m. Liam is throwing up in the in the bathroom. I'm trying to shower Luke. Luke is screaming his head off. My wife walks in the door. I'm did into the fucking about face and walk right out, like. <laughs> <laughs> and so like Mike, he was sick all day Saturday. He was finally feeling better in the evening. So I sent him to my dad's because I, I had a Christmas party that night. My wife and I went to a Christmas party. we were out till 2 a.m. Come back home. Go to bed at like three. My dad brings him by at like nine. Liam was sick the night that like that night at his house. Oh, man. And then and then and then Sunday night, Sunday night. I send him, got, put him up in bed, he comes he comes downstairs, like, shits his brains out, <laughs> then immediately, like, I have to pick him up he has to throw up in the sink, so I'm like, oh my god, I'm not gonna sleep tonight, so I just, like, lay him on the couch, and I sit next to him, and I'm just watching, like I watched, like, Logan, and I watched another movie, <laughs> and then I went to work at 3am this morning <laughs> because I'm like, well, I'm not sleeping, I might as well go in for a couple hours oh, oh man, dude, it's been a fucking weekend, man, it let was, me tell you
1: so you're me we're gonna get some hot takes this episode because oh, you're, <laughs>
0: I have zero filter right now, my friend. Zero. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> oh, man. That's so, so if you want to send all your sympathy cards, send them to my address. Uh, <laughs> uh, as always, we want to thank uh, hipstothethecoast.com for bringing you guys, uh, you know, the podcast to your ears every Friday. Um, you can check them out. They have lots of legacy content, commander content, all kinds of stuff. Check them out com. But, you know, Pat, uh,
1: sometimes I, I just, it's real difficult. Opening up a web browser and typing
0: that in. I, I wish we had an app for that. Yeah, the, Yeah. I mean, we're, we're not web developers, Jerry. What do you want from me? I can only uh, really do so much, man.
1: It's true. But luckily, Pat, I got a very awesome uh, message from our friend Lincoln Baxter over at uh, Topdecked. Oh, really? And yeah, he sent me uh, screenshots of version 2.0. Uh, or I don't even, I think it's like 3, 4.0. He's been doing so, <laughs> mu- so much on that app. <laughs> Um, but they're actually introducing this new thing that's kind of like a daily skim for magic where okay. straight into the app. It's just going to feed relevant podcasts and articles and oh, you can like set it for your likes so you can like tell it what type of, uh, you know, content you're interested in. Jeez. That's and
0: ama- Like that app is so sweet. I know. Uh, I love when I go to like a big tournament, and it it sends me push notifications for my table seating. Like I don't have to go up and like elbow my way through a bunch of sweaty people to check out bo- like postings on a board. I can just sit at a table and wait for my posting to come to me. It's it's awesome.
1: Yeah. And he is kind of he actually just sent me that uh, leaving a legacy is going to be one of the first ones that are uh, going to feed directly into the app. Oh, so, that's amazing. Yeah, that's so amazing. I'm pumped for that. That was super yeah. nice of him.
0: Yeah, that's great. Yeah, definitely. Thank you to, uh, to Lincoln for that. And, uh, you can check out the cast on the app as well, I guess. Yeah. Awesome. That's sweet. All right. Also, if you want to uh support the show, you can visit patreon.com slash leaving a legacy. Uh you can support the show for as little as a dollar an episode. We have some awesome rewards, stickers and shout outs and playmats. Uh we're still working on the beer signs. They are coming. It's just a process. It'll uh, happen. <laughs> it's it's I'm just gonna be
1: honest, it's going to be in the New Year's. I am sorry, guys. The the negotiations with Ukraine have broken down. <laughs> It happens. It happens. I've I've always wanted to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But we have some made in America, I think, uh, getting set up. It's just with the holidays coming up. Christmas is around the corner. I just don't think I'm going to have the time to get it done before the year's over.
0: Plus, like just trying to get it in when most businesses are doing like the most amount of orders they do throughout the year. Uh, it's, it'd probably be tough to get it done. So, but they, they will be coming. We will be sending them out. Um, I think that they're going to be pretty sweet. I think we'll do something special for our patrons. Maybe give a couple away, uh, just for our patrons there. And, uh, yeah, I can't wait to see them. I can't wait to see the final product. It's just a matter of getting it done. And it was a lot more involved than I think we originally kind of expected. Right.
1: I mean, I was ready to get ram's horns and, you know, viking mead these out to uh, our listeners, but someone someone had to hold me back. <laughs>
0: Oh man! Anyway, <laughs> so you can check it out. Uh, Why don't we just get a slash the Legacy, where we are very. <laughs> we actually just had a patron, uh, w- which I will give a shout out later in the in the episode, um, who just put us over our second tier of goals, which uh, guarantees that Jerry and I do like a stream together uh, once a month. So we'll be doing. Uh, I think we'll definitely be streaming some vintage masters. Yeah. Uh, probably probably more than once a, once this month because I can't wait for that to. Come out. Yeah, since it's our first month, maybe we'll
1: do like four or five streams this month. Because <laughs> vintage I mean, masters honestly, is honestly like sweet. I
0: remember when we first started playing when i first started coming on the cast and i was asking you how you like developed your legacy collection you're like oh well Vintage Matches has just come out, so I just drafted a bunch and got all these dual Lands. I'm like, damn it. I wish I had the chance to do that. Three <laughs> um, years later, here it is. <laughs> yeah,
1: speaking of, because uh, my buddy Nick Bliss, uh, he actually posted on the page today about thinking about getting into Legacy on Magic Online. And honestly, mm-hmm. when Vintage Masters comes out, is going to be the best time to get into Legacy if you've been on the fence. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, all the main staples are going to be at their lowest points Soon after the drafts pretty much start and wrap up, like there's pretty much like a two, maybe three day window when prices are at the bottom and then they just start to climb immediately from there. So get your dual lands, get your force of wills, get like it. Vintage Masters just had so many like random legacy cards.
0: And do you expect something like True Name Nemesis to be in that set?
1: uh, True Name's not in it. Um, oh, do
0: we already have a list of the cards in there?
1: Yeah, Vintage Masters. This is Vintage Masters is being re-released.
0: Oh, okay. I see. I thought it was like like a Modern Masters set, where Modern Masters, you know, the first, second, and third are all completely different sets.
1: No, no, no. This one's this one's different. Unless they totally slip something under. I believe it was just flashback drafts, uh, from oh, what okay. I read. Um, which I'm excited because I loved Vintage Masters Limited. Uh, that's why I'm really excited to do so many drafts. I think I probably have 50 or 60 Vintage Master drafts under my belt. So uh, there, there are some really cool decks that you can put together in that limited format that I'm, uh, I'm excited to try out again.
0: I can't wait. I mean, I had a really fun time drafting. Uh, what was it that we did? Um, we did Modern Masters drafts together a couple times. Um, that was really fun. Uh, do you remember what like Vintage Masters drafts, like what they were costing? to draft them um i think it's like 25 tickets or 200 okay, so similar f- to modern masters yeah
1: it's very similar to modern masters um but uh oh one thing i wanted to say before i forget though as far as picking up cards for getting into magic online um mm-hmm. now right now before before vintage masters comes out is the time to get things like fetch lands right and- yeah Basically, any staples that aren't in Vintage Masters, because you're going to see a bunch of people get into Legacy, ideally, I would assume so. Because of Vintage Masters, and they are going to uh, need to get their fetch lands, get their random stuff that they didn't have before. Um, So we're probably going to see other staples tick up a bit before Vintage Masters comes out, uh, and certainly after. And we're going to see the the cards that are in Vintage Masters drop really quickly for a couple of Mm -hmm. days and then go right back up.
0: Yeah, which is like which is expected when a when a set like that comes out. Yeah, it
1: happens every single time. It's like it's like clockwork at that this point. The thing is, is the window. I can't stress enough. The window is small. Like you're like, oh, I'll hold out for a little bit longer and see if I can get them cheaper. And then you're like, Nope, I missed my chance.
0: Nice. And it's uh, it's gonna be December thirteenth to the twentieth. That's actually coming up uh, real live this weekend, actually, which is awesome. Yeah, it's uh, gonna um, already
1: be. It's
0: gonna already have started. So
1: this advice is a little late. Sorry, everyone.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. Well, this will come out Friday. It'll come out in time. Friday is with the fifteenth, so it starts actually. I think it technically starts. Uh, the thirteenth. Oh yeah, so it'll come out Wednesday. <laughs> it's a little late. Uh, but <laughs> hope cool, you got your I fetch lands. <laughs> the the sweet thing about this is that did you see what we're getting as far as art goes?
1: Yes, they're Fucking, reintroducing the original uh Power Nine art.
0: Yeah, not only the original Power Nine art, but also the original frames.
1: Hmm. Um. Well, well, original
0: for Magic Online, that is. You know. Right. I mean, so well, like uh, actual mud colored frames. <laughs>
1: give me that mud. Sick, right? It is, it is. I mean, I never got into the original power. Uh, I wasn't that interested in vintage, but it is something I would like to try out, and getting it in original frames is that much more of an incentive. Mm -hmm. So, I'm going to draft the shit out of it.
0: Yeah, it's going to be super fun. I can't wait. Yeah. I've
1: actually been grinding Legacy Leagues, because it's pretty easy to go infinite in Legacy Leagues. Like, Mm -hmm. if you go 3-2, you not only make your entry fee back, you also get a treasure chest, which you can sell for, like, uh, $2.5 tickets. Yep. Um, so going like four one and five zero, you just get paid out like so nicely, and because the prices are so cheap, like selling these things for tickets and buying it essentially with credit uh, at the bots, you can put mm-hmm. together a legacy collection super fast.
0: Yeah, the uh, just uh, so everyone's clear, it does start uh, Wednesday the thirteenth after downtime. Twenty five ticks uh, to get in, uh, or two fifty play points. So I can't wait for this. I'm, I'm going to draft it as much as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been I've been stockpiling my play points. Uh, one more thing uh, that's coming up this week, uh, Jerry. Are you going to go check out the new Star Wars film that it releases on Thursday? I bought my
1: tickets yesterday.
0: Oh uh, yeah, I got mine a couple weeks ago. I can't. I'm actually going Thursday morning. I think the first showing is gonna be great. I, can't uh,
1: wait. I have to. We didn't get them that quick, so we are going after work on Friday, which is oh what, sick. sick. We don't. We the only tickets left were the ones in the non reserve seating, so it's gonna be a <laughs> fucking
0: madhouse.
1: <laughs> uh, just
0: just an FYI, when we record next Monday, uh, the the episode that's gonna post on, fr- on Friday the twenty second will likely be all about Star Wars. So. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna, Spoilers galore.
1: Leaving a Star Wars. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I won't be able to help myself. Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Um, I guess we could probably get into some magic stuff now, right? Uh, we've been talking about magic. It was just a little Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Jerry, did you get a chance to play any magic this week?
1: I did not, unfortunately. I've played in you know 1Ks the, for the last two weeks, and I felt bad because there were actually two events I wanted to go to. Um, scholars games had their, uh, legacy event, uh, and then also gaming, et cetera, had vintage and Nick bliss actually lent me his, uh, vintage deck.
0: Oh, nice. Which deck?
1: Uh, it's like a Dak fade in blue control deck.
0: No oh, okay. Yeah, yeah,
1: Um And he actually gave me the original power, so I was super pumped like, to actually cast real power and not proxy oh, power. Oh, really?
0: Yeah. Oh, that's amazing.
1: Uh, but I didn't go to either event because I woke up Saturday morning to three to six inches of snow. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, plus I was having the my Christmas party that night. So I ended mm-hmm. up just being lame and staying in. So I jammed some uh, arena and I jammed some magic online, played through a couple leagues. But and I was just running sneak and show for the value. Get those tickets. Mm-hmm. Um, so not nothing really much to report there. Same old, same old. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, played, I was actually got a chance to play a little bit of Magic Online today before we recorded. And again, just finished up a league uh, with, with Sneak and Show and went like 2-3. Th- just didn't have like a... My, my last match ended up being like Red Black Reanimator, um, which just like 2-0'd me pretty quickly. It wasn't a, a ton I could do against that deck. Um, I feel like... My sideboard, you know, running like uh, four Leyland and Sanctity. Yeah, like why are you
1: running the, that bad card?
0: <laughs> because it's necessary for the Storm matchup. No. But it, it's like such a dead no. card in so many matchups. Like, it's only so having bad. one Diggers Cage to board in was just rough. So, um, I, I'm actually in the process of reevaluating that sideboard for the deck and seeing if I can find something a little bit more uh, useful. Um,. Uh and then I played a couple of, like just like the tournament practice rooms and had had a lot of fun with that. I've actually seen uh this blue white control list. I think similar to the one that won the challenge uh this past weekend that we will talk about which was running search for as in the main and uh mm-hmm. to great effect against me so I was really impressed with that card. Yeah, it's popping up. Mhm. Awesome. Awesome. Um all right, so I know we like the main topic we wanted to talk, kind of talk about this week was the Magic Online Legacy Challenge uh which was Sunday. Um, I did drop a link in the show notes um, that you guys will be able to see, but it was taken down by a four color loam deck, which is pretty, pretty sweet.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is a deck we've seen have success in the past, so it's not completely out there, but it is one that you're always uh, pretty not surprised. It's just interesting to see because it is not mm-hmm. it is not like it has not cemented its position as a tier one deck yet.
0: Yeah, I mean this guy is making uh, Dark Confident great again. Running four Dark Confident in the main, uh, four Knight in the main, uh, a Ramanap Excavator, which everyone who I know who's playing these types of decks has has just been singing the praises of this card and that it says it's the real deal. So,
1: um, wait, you're saying this one won? Because I'm showing it in third place, the Agro Loam list.
0: Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. You know what? I I'm mistaken. This was uh, after Swiss. So this is the standings after Swiss. so oh, he so was first here.
1: place. Ever. Yeah, because so the winner was FGC uh, with on a Mir- with Miracles. On yeah. miracles.
0: <laughs> yep, of course.
1: Uh, actually, our buddy Min was saying today uh, he thinks Miracles is now the best deck in the format again.
0: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, right?
1: I don't know how much he was also baiting Jarvis Yu at the same time. So I don't know how serious he was, but <laughs> <laughs> lightning mm-hmm. hot
0: takes. <laughs> oh, you know, what's funny is that I see... All right, so this is weird because... Watsi standings have has four color control in first, but maybe that's also after Swiss. uh I'm on
1: the mothership with the brackets, and it's saying okay, yeah, All right. yeah it's cool. saying FGC one. All right, cool, 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 cool. Um, on miracles, on miracles, and actually surprisingly, in second place is uh it is sun, sun far, or it is oh it is
0: unfair. Yes, uh
1: <laughs> also on miracles. Great name for a miracles player. Yeah,
0: I've <laughs> played them played them a bunch in in Magic Online leagues. They they play. A lot of uh, legacy. Yep. They
1: are running three Search for Ascanta, mm-hmm. uh, whereas FGC was running two plus two Counterbalance. Um, so both Miracles lists coming in first and second place, both running multiple copies of Search for Ascanta. Mm hmm. Uh, so yeah, I mean, God, it is, (laughs) it's going to be hilarious if just miracles like the meta settles and miracles is the best deck again.
0: (laughs) It's. I mean, I think it's, I think it's fine if there's a good, I think it's fine too. I
1: think it's fine too. Like, I just think like the irony is going to be so sweet.
0: <laughs> like For how controversial it was. And it's all, still like, better than playing against against Countertop, though. Oh, yeah. It's so yeah. much better 100%, than playing against Sensei's top.
1: Yeah, I mean, we're we're seeing them pop up. It, it, I think it's definitely good to have a control deck in the format. It's just funny mm-hmm. that the control deck is still Miracles.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, it's it's... Honestly, it's very different from the Miracles deck of old Yeah, as far as the way that it plays. It's much more... I think it's much more proactive with three Snapcaster, two Monastery Mentor, and then the main of some of these with with three Jace as well. Um, you know, they're still running the four Terminus. They're still running a Council Judgment in there. Um, but they're t- making much more use of the of the card Portent. They're making much more use of the card Predict. Um, uh, the Search for Ascanta uh, allows them to... Really have that that draw engine, and they don't have to shuffle away as many bad cards as they've had to in the past. Um, so I think it allows Jace to tick up a lot more often than they would previously. Whereas I feel like a lot of times before they were just brainstorming with Jace constantly. Now, Ascanta kind of does that for them. Um, so it's a, it's it's a good deck. It's it's very good. It, is it the best? I don't know. Um, <laughs> but I do like seeing. I do. I have no problem seeing miracles around. You know. Yeah. That's fine with me. I just don't like getting locked out by miracles. Yeah.
1: Well, especially when we look at the diversity of this list. So first and second, yes, were miracles. Um third was agro loam, uh, which we talked about a little bit. Uh pretty mm-hmm. stock there. Um I do like that list. I've played that uh that deck in the past and it's it's a fun deck to play, so always good to see that put up results. Um Fourth place, uh, we have Storm uh, with Rain of Filth. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that shows up from time to time. Um, Passing Flames. So, playing, uh, in, it looks like an ant version. Mm-hmm. Ad nauseum in fourth place at uh, Ant. Then, uh, fifth place, uh, we kind of just have a standard uh, four color control check pile uh, mm-hmm. list and uh 6th place uh we have a pretty cool uh esper stone bl- oh, actually I don't even think it's uh esper it's just plain old blue, stone white. Yeah, blue, yep, white, stone blue white stone blade yeah blue white Stoneblade. um and here we get to the spice
0: pat this is what i really oh, yeah. want to talk about <laughs> this is our uh, what what should i play <laughs> what the hell should i play this week in 7th <laughs> and 8th place
1: uh 8th place even spicier so 7th place uh is uh, it look it looks like a version of the deck uh, Bob Huang was playing a while ago, mm-hmm. uh, where it's like super aggro
0: um, mono black uh, reanimator. It's, it's like Reanimator, but it's also running the Hex Depths combo, which is really interesting.
1: Right, well, I mean, most Reanimators will splash a second color, either blue or black. Mm-hmm. Um, this one's just pure pure, uh, pure black, so four mm-hmm. Urborg, four Thespian Stage, nine Swamp, one Lake of the Dead, which lets you Sacrifice Swamps to add four black to your mana pool, mm-hmm. and then four Dark Depths. So, yep. Mono Black with the four Stage, four Dark Depths combo, uh, and it Uses it to it uses the uh, you know things like Lake of the Dead and uh, is it running Dark Ritual? Oh yes, four, uh, four Dark Ritual, uh, four Lotus Petal uh, to power out things like the Three Grave Titan. It'll actually try and hard cast Grizzlebrand sometimes, and then also four Vampire Hex Mage for more Dark Depths combo. Mm-hmm. Um, what I what's really spicy is they're running a one of Beseech the Queen.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Beseech the queen. For those who don't know, it's uh, it's uh, six six mana or three black. It looks like black, yeah. black, black.
1: So it's hybrid. So you can either play two colorless or one black. So it's either right. three black, six colorless, two black and two colorless. You know, so on and so forth. Basically, this right. is all. This is this is three black in this deck. It's right, always yeah, going to pay yeah. it for black, black, black. <laughs>
0: Uh, but it's a sorcery. Uh, search your library for a card with converted mana cost less than or equal to the number of lands you control. Reveal it and put it into your hand and then shuffle your library. Mm-hmm. So this guy's looking up Hex Mage every time, right?
1: Well, what I like about it, it's uh, it's good depending on uh, what part of the game you are. So early on, you can, if you really need to, you can turn one uh, Dark Ritual this and find uh, your Reanimate or your Entomb. You know, say you have. Oh, ent- right,
0: because it's it's search for a card. I was thinking it's search for a creature. Yeah, no. Yep, yeah,
1: it's uh, search for a card with converted mana cost less than or equal to the number of lands. So, if you really need to, say you have Entomb in hand, uh, mm-hmm. you know you have the setup. You th- you think the coast is clear. You can Dark Ritual beseech the Queen, find whatever half of the combo you're missing. Yeah, I mean
0: you also have you also can grab Thoughtseize out of there. You can grab Reanimate out of there. I mean there's a lot of cards you can pull out of out of this.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, I feel pretty bad dark ritualing for it beseech the queen into a thoughtseize. That feels like negative mm-hmm. negative value. Per-
0: perhaps, perhaps. I mean, it, it, I guess it really depends on if it's your, you know, if it's your turn one play. Mm-hmm. Like if you just like have a hand of like Lotus Petal, uh he- Lotus Petal like a, a single land, beseech the queen and like a Grizzlebrand and Reanimate or or animate, yeah, Reanimate rather. Uh you have a chance to, like, just go off on turn one if you're able to use Thought Seize just make sure they don't have anything to counter your play. Otherwise, you're just going to blow a bunch of mana and you're going to have no turn two play. Well, why don't you, just you know use,
1: why don't you just use Beseech the Queen to find whatever they counter? That's that's, uh, that's the beauty yeah, of Beseech or, the Queen. <laughs> or that, yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so early on, you can use it to find whatever combo piece you're missing. Uh, mid-game, you can use it to find, like, things like Hex Mage, Animate Dead, uh, if you need that to go that route, so you're low on life. Uh, what's really cool is, like, late game, it turns into uh, a big creature. So, you know, when you get to the end game, when you're actually able to start hard casting things, you can use it to find grave titans. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just like that it scales with
0: whatever part of the game that you're at. It's good in Wait, the Wait, early... do you think you were able to. F- you are gonna, you're ever going to have six land on, on the table?
1: Uh, I mean, I think it's possible. I mean, you're running mm-hmm. thespian stages and dark
0: depths, and it's nine um... swamps, like. You're running 22 lands. I don't know, man. I have a hard time believing that you're going to get six lands. I mean, perhaps. I guess if you I mean, flood out, have you? <laughs> it's something that can
1: happen, right? <laughs> well, I remember playing against like control decks and mm-hmm. being like, "Well, I'm on the hard cast Grizzlebrand plan because they have a Deathrite Shaman that I can't get rid of."
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it
1: happens like when you when you go up against a deck that just has a hard time of closing out the game, and you flood out like you just you have the mana to cast things. Like mm-hmm. I've hard cast Omniscience before it you know these this it happens so uh that that's a pretty cool seven place uh list um and then in eighth pl- place yenko 88 with uh <laughs> devour reanimator yeah this is sick <laughs> <laughs> um so the package of spells is is pretty familiar, uh, kind of reminiscent of tin fins, kind of reminiscent of blue black reanimator, uh, you know four cabal therapy, two collective brutality uh, as um, you know to attack the hand. Of course, it's also pairing the cabal therapies with four Gataxian probes. Um, and it also for card filtering uses four Ponder four brainstorm. And then to bring its creatures back, it has four shallow grave, two reanimate, and two exhume. Mm -hmm. Um, We have dark ritual to help you power out the combo, entomb to set it up, you know, uh, four lotus petals to also help accelerate. Like, that is all, like, those are all pretty standard what you would expect to see in various versions of Reanimator in some combination. Like, those are the staples of the Reanimator format. Um, Where it gets wonky is in the creature suite.
0: So, we got two Grizzlebrand, Pat. I like Grizzlebrand. I'll tell you what I like, what I love about this <laughs> about this deck is that uh how does like an infinitely large Necroticus feel?
1: <laughs> You're spoiling it, Pat.
0: Sorry, sorry, sorry.
1: <laughs> so, in addition to the two Grizzlebrands, we also have three Necroticus, which is a mm-hmm. cool card for Mirrodin Besieged. Two black black uh, for a four three. So you can also like I've actually done this in games before where I just like hard cast him and go to town because <laughs> it's yeah, sure. like oh there's nothing there's nothing in uh, play and you don't have a removal spell. All right, I'll just beat you down with a four three. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it has as long as Necrotic Ooze is on the battlefield, it has all activated abilities of all creature cards in all graveyards.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Which. Uh- it would which ahead. also includes your opponent's graveyard. So don't right, forget which that. is pretty sweet. Which is pretty sweet. <laughs> you know, kill if you get one of their death uh, deathright shamans in the graveyard with your collected brutality, you now have a four uh, three deathright shaman. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Uh next card, I want to talk about this one. All, <laughs> All right, you can card. talk you can talk about <laughs> the next one. <clears throat> this next one is a six mana artifact creature that's a one one. <laughs> Uh, so, obviously, like, just killing it on the... Uh,
1: <laughs> on the uh, vanilla test?
0: <laughs> yeah, the vanilla test. is just crushing on the vanilla test. Uh, don't uh, forget from Alliances. <laughs> Phyrexian Devourer. Um, so, so this is a, a really interesting card, because this is not a card I've seen uh, much. So, if Phyrexian Devourer's power is seven or greater, bury it. Uh, you can pay zero. Remove the top card of your library from the game to put plus X, plus X counter on Phyrexian Devourer, where X is equal to that card's casting cost. So... What this is really cool with is like, you don't for, you never actually want to play Forex Devourer, Devour, I feel like, in this deck. You no. want to just dump them in your graveyard. Yes. Because you want to have Necroticus in the battlefield where you can act, where you can infinitely activate the zero ability of this, make a, the largest Necroticus you can. And then, uh, this, this combos with Triskelion, which is also a six mana, one, one creature, um, which enters the battlefield with three plus one, plus one counters on it. But again, the relevant, um, text is remove a plus one plus one counter from Triskelion. It deals one damage to target creature or player. So you can like kill someone with Necroticus with Phyrexian Devour and Triskelion in your graveyard. Yeah, you
1: don't even have to attack with the uh, Triskelion. So Phyrexian Devour makes Necroticus bigger but say they have like Ensnaring Bridge or Moat or something else to uh Prevent you from getting in there. You just dump Triskelion. All those plus one, plus one counters basically turn into a machine gun, yeah. and you can just mow down anything your opponents have in play that might be preventing
0: you uh, from killing them, and then just point it at their face. Yeah, it's super, super sweet. Um, <laughs> I just love that these are like, one, like these one mana, one uh, six mana, one ones <laughs> that are just so bad in their own. Oh, a lot. You is... give them Necroticus, and it's sick. The worst part about
1: Frexy Devour is I can't unsee it. But like I know it's supposed to be like this massive like base, like it's this big triangle base, like I think it's supposed to just be like devouring the earth. But when mm. I look at it, it just looks like someone drew a pile of poop. <laughs> <laughs> it just looks like the poop emoji to me. <laughs> Damn it. Maybe I need to get it an looks altar. Like pizza the hut. I need to get an look altar. It looks like pizza the hut to me. <laughs> yep, that too. <laughs> oh, Mark um... Tedon.
0: Mark Teton. Oh, boy.
1: So, that's it. Right. Also, I just want to point out in the sideboard, uh, he has the sideboard into four Monastery Mentor plan.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, this is, that's our Doomsday plan, right? Yeah,
1: the Doomsday, when all else fails, board into a Mentor deck.
0: <laughs> yep. Three Swords, four Monastery Mentor. Actually, how is he playing Swords to play? Oh, I guess on the...
1: He has one Tundra, he one He does land. have the one
0: scrub land. Yeah, one Tundra. Okay. 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 <laughs>
1: I'm guessing, he, amazing. I'm guessing he doesn't board into a mentor deck against Wasteland decks, probably. Uh,
0: I mean, he does have Lotus Petals. Yeah, I guess. Which is like, I mean, that's not great. <laughs> not great. Not yeah. great. I mean, um,
1: one one white man is better than two. Don't lay line of sanctity. He's not a real card. <laughs> <laughs> you can't
0: cast it. <laughs> I know. I Trust me. I'm well aware of this, Jerry. <laughs> well it's <aware>. a trap. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's just like – I th- we were talking about it earlier in, like, uh, in the Sneak and Show matchups uh, against Storm. A lot of people have the four Lay Line of Sanctity in the sideboard. I think that might just be a crutch. The more I think about the matchup, the more I think it's like just an easy out to their hand disruption because they have ways of getting around it. Um,
1: <laughs> All roads lead back to Sneak and Show apparently. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We saying we weren't going
0: to mention Sneaking Show today and this is, what, this is what happens. This is what happens. <laughs> um,
1: well – so the re- the main deck we wanted to talk about we haven't done this segment in a while,
0: Pat. Uh, we've we've been busy, but we uh, I mean I we I feel like we have done it a little bit because we've had so many guests on talking about doing like deck techs with us, which is kind of like a what the hell should I play segment. It's true, uh, it's true.
1: But this is the real deal, Pat. This, this is, is the real deal. Guaranteed fresh. What the hell should I play?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, and it's uh, it's obviously this Triskelian and Prexian <laughs> Devourer reanimator deck.
1: We're gonna get there. We kinda we kinda put the cart before the horse pat because I feel <laughs> those types of the deck uh, are what you get to when you're just like getting crazy and want to experiment with the deck. Sure, um, yeah. Yeah. for our for our new bros out there, uh, who might just be dipping their toe into Legacy. Uh Decks like uh, Reanimator, specifically Red Black Reanimator, are a really good uh, jumping off point. Mm. Um, actually, perfect timing, my buddy Josh, who just recently got into Legacy probably about six months ago, he started with uh, Mono Black Pox, uh, mm. and he just uh, bought into Red Black Reanimator uh, nice. using you know some of the cards he had from uh, Mono Black Pox. Uh, he's now transitioned over, got the Grizzle Brands, got the Badlands. Uh, transitioned over into Red Black Reanimator. So uh, let's just talk about the deck first. Um, You know, I have this uh, pretty stock list pulled up, Um, 5-0 to Legacy Challenge. Um, First thing you'll kind of notice about the deck is how light on the lands it is. Um, Mm -hmm. This version is only running 12 lands. So we got two uh, Badlands, four Bloodstained Mire, four Polluted Delta, one Scrubland, one Swamp. So f- what I what I, I like about this for newer players is that it's very light on the dual lands and the dual lands it does run which is only 3 of them are are on the cheaper side. Um you mm-hmm. know two bad lands and a scrubland will you can get for about the same price as a single tropical island. Mm-hmm. Um the you know fetch lands have gotten a lot better so as far as legacy mana bases go, which tends to be the most expensive part of decks, uh, this is a very cheap mana base.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, you can get this deck for like around
1: $1,000 total. Yeah. Um, it's coming in right now. Uh, if you get lowest prices from TCG Paper, uh, TCG Player, you can get it <laughs> for about uh, 750 bucks.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah, that's even better than I thought. Yeah, it's about
1: 405 tickets on Magic Online, so about $405 if you just bought in from scratch, which mm-hmm. I'm expecting uh, it'll probably end up breaking even with the cards going up and down, but mm-hmm. if you can snipe some good deals on this, you can probably get it for for, you know, pretty cheap on Magic Online. Mm-hmm. Um it's creature base is a little different uh than most reanimator lists, and by most I mean like the blue ba- black variants. Uh, mm-hmm. As well as kind of like the more wacky reanimator uh, creature bases that we talked about, <laughs> uh, mainly because of the addition of four Chancellor of the Annex.
0: Yeah, that's a card that like uh, really grew when Black Reanimator became a thing. Yes,
1: yeah, this basically went from a bl- a bulk rare that was basically unplayable to now it's about a five six dollar card. Mm-hmm. Um, so you could, you could pull these out of bulk boxes for a, the longest of time. Yeah. And what it is, it's four and three white for a five, six flying, uh, when it's in, whenever an opponent casts a spell counter it, unless that player pays one, that's fine. Like sometimes you reanimate this and you just have a permanent onboard daze, which is just super mm-hmm. annoying for your opponent. Um, I know I've lost to that because I was just one man short from, uh, winning the game. Uh, Because of an annoying Chancellor. So that comes up. But the real reason uh, that you play this in the deck is it has the ability. You may reveal this card from your opening hand. If you do, when each opponent casts his or her first spell of the game, counter that spell unless that player pays one. Yep. So. Yep. Yeah. So that's huge because. Red Black Reanimator more than any other reanimator deck is trying to just turn one you. Uh I'm sure I'm sure Pat you have uh some fond experiences of uh Red Black Reanimator. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, um I've definitely gotten turned one by Red Black Reanimator. Um oh, I yeah. played it once online, I played it through a couple leagues online. I wasn't a huge fan of the deck. It's just not my Play style, but uh, Chancellor was always a good card to draw in your opener. Mm -hmm. Um, Like it's not a bad beater. Like a five six flying is not is or five six is not that bad. Um, uh, But the uh, like what is it? The four spike ability on your turn one play. If your opponent, if all they had, like if you know classic reanimator like a lot of times is just a force check on turn 1 and this is like uh the force is not good enough to right. stop you from co- from from getting your combo
1: cuz you can't counter it either it's like it's just right. an ability it's like it's like yeah. layline it's like, like revealing ley line. Exactly. Yeah, exactly um yeah it's it can gets like i've done things where i have like played uh islands and then played lotus petal just to like get the get the trigger so i could have forceville up for when they try and combo on their turn Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, So it's a super annoying card. It is probably one of the best cards that really make the deck function. I don't think yeah. the deck would be possible uh, without it, at least in its you know current iteration.
0: I, I, I think it would be function. I think it would be functional, but it just wouldn't be nearly as good. I think Chancellor enables the deck to be to be able to fight through quite a bit of hate. Yeah, I mean um, be- because they're really like relying on Thought Seize and Unmask to rip apart their opponent's hand um, to stop them, because they have no way to. Uh, yes. force back. Like they're not they're a non blue deck. So they have right. no way to force back. They have no protection for their spells. So their protections for their spells come from uh, six cards that cost them mana, or cost them cards, and then four cards that are free. Yeah. Uh, and that are very, very good in, in the beginning of the game, which is when this this deck wants to go off. Yeah. So you, Chancellor is definitely what enables the strength of this deck, for sure. Yeah.
1: You hit the nail on the head when you said uh, it's the replacement for Force. Um, mm-hmm. Because it is not blue-black reanimator, it's not running blue, it obviously can't play Force of Will. Force of Will is a card that these combo decks would love to have access to,
0: but... Uh, of course, yeah, but that also comes with, just, like... Like, yes, play, playing blue cards <laughs> exactly, <laughs> and at that and like, point
1: you'll just get to blue black reanimator, which we'll get to uh, later on,
0: right? Which I think is is um in a longer tournament is probably a better deck, but in a in like a legacy league, I think a black red reanimator is probably a, a better deck because I think your chance like your it's a I think it's I think red black is a much more high variance deck in my opinion, and now Cur- Curtis can probably. Might might disagree with me, um, but I think it's a, just a very high variance deck, mm-hmm. um, whereas blue-black is a little bit less high variance because you have ways to smooth out your hands with, with cards like Brainstorm and Ponder. Yeah,
1: I mean, it goes back and forth on the meta, but I would say in this meta in particular, red-black reanimator is the favored version of the deck because mm-hmm. of Deathrite Shaman. Um, yes. Deathrite Shaman is a huge problem for Reanimator. Uh, all of these decks are essentially running four main deck graveyard hate cards. Um, mm-hmm. The saving grace for Red Black Reanimator is Red Black Reanimator is trying to go off turn one when their opponent's uh, Deathrite Shaman still has Summoning Sickness. Yeah. Blue-black reanimator is about a half turn to a turn slower than red-black reanimator, uh, and as such, it suffers much greater from Deathrite Shaman's popularity in the meta. If we mm-hmm. see Deathrite Shaman go down, I would think uh, blue-black reanimator would kind of rise in prominence a bit more.
0: Yeah, yeah that's
1: fair. Um, so rounding out the creature suite, um, kind of just speaking to how much it hates uh, little creatures, it's also running an Elishnorn in the main mm-hmm. deck. Um, I mean that's gonna be great against like decks like Delver decks are especially difficult for a reanimator for the same reason why it's hard against Sneak and Show. Um it just mm-hmm. has the added detriment of also having death rate shamans in a lot of these mm-hmm. Delver decks. Um little fast aggressive creatures can just ruin reanimator's day. Right. Um we got four Papa Grizzle Brands. Uh that's pretty standard for most uh dedicated reanimator lists, uh for Grizzle Brand all day every day. Yep. and Grizzle Daddy. Grizzle Daddy.
0: Pay seven, draw seven, baby. <laughs> pay seven, draw seven. Pay seven, draw seven. <laughs> uh, it's like the rosary. <laughs> exactly.
1: And rounding it out, which I actually love because it's not uncommon to see this hard cast off a Dark Ritual turn three,
0: um, is Sire of Insanity. Yeah. This is a card that like uh, some lists run as as few as one. Others will go a little bit bigger with two, three, maybe even up to four copies. Yeah. Uh Sire of Insanity is a four red black uh, four black red for a six four creature demon. Um at the beginning of each end step, each player discards his or her hand. Yes,
1: so you want to get this into play, and basically the understanding is your board state is better than their board state, and right, um, you want to be discarding your creatures, and mm-hmm. so what you do is for the rest of the game you either beat down with Sire Insanity, and you see if you top deck a Reanimator spell. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so Sire can really just shut down a lot of decks. Plus, it's a big beater, and I why I love it so much is because it's it's fairly reasonable to hard cast it in this deck.
0: Yep, and um, it's immune to like it's immune to the Caracas, which is a common card yes. that'll be brought in against reanimator decks. Yep, it is not a legend, which is huge. Yep.
1: Um, so to help power it out, uh, we mentioned it has four Dark Ritual. Um, it is also running four Lotus Petal, and then also bumping up the uh, ramp effect is it's also running two Chrome Mox.
0: Yeah, those are pretty common numbers, too, throughout the decks.
1: Yes, yep, pretty common. Uh, so full 10 ramp spells. That's also why we'll see that they're only running 12 lands. This is a deck that really wants to get its things in play as soon as possible. It's not really trying to make its four, five, six land drops. It wants to make mm-hmm. its 1, maybe 2, 3, if you make it, land drops, and then just win the game. Right. Um, as far as bringing creatures back, uh, it's pretty standard for animate dead, for reanimate, for Exhume. That has been like the reanimator suite for as long as I've been playing Legacy. Those are like the cream of the crop as far as reanimator spells go. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, yeah, shallow grave gets up there, but shallow grave is a very specific reanimation spell. Um, it's really exhum, reanimate, animate dead that uh, are kind of the pillars of the of the uh, the meta. Or the uh, the deck, I should say. Uh, and then as far as getting cards into the graveyard, uh, of course, we have four in tomb and four Faithless Looting. Faithless Looting, I think, was actually the reason why this deck started to become a thing. For the longest yeah. time, you had to play Blue-Black Reanimator because of Careful Study, which is essentially Faithless Looting without flashback but in blue. Mm-hmm. and for the longest time, that was what Reanimator was because that was the color that uh, Careful Study was in. Uh, Faithless Looting gets printed in OG Innistrad, or um, what was the second set
0: in Innistrad? Dark Ascension. Yes, that's what it is. <laughs>
1: You're going to add it up into, well, uh, you say Dark Ascension, aren't you? <laughs>
0: uh, yes, I am. Dark Ascension, Jerry. Of course it is. How you uh, of answer
1: course. That? Faithless Looting was printed in Dark Ascension. <laughs> And ever since then, Red Black uh, Reanimator became a uh, possibility. But I think what really pushed the deck into... Uh, you know, as competitive as it is, is is the printing of collective brutality. We saw yeah. a big spike in black red reanimator after collective brutality was uh, printed,
0: and yeah, because the, the deck was already a thing, but then people started playing around with that card. Yes, uh, once uh, Eldritch Moon came out, and it was definitely it's definitely good in the deck. Yeah, that- uh, cl- collective brutality. For those who don't know, it's it's one in the black for a sorcery, which it has escalate, which is discard a card. So you basically pay um, the the. You discard a card for each effect you want beyond the first, and it has uh, four effects. Target opponent reveals his or her hand. You choose an instant or sorcery card from it. That player discards that card. Uh, target creature gets minus two, minus two until the end of turn, or target opponent loses two life, and you gain two life. Sorry, there's three effects. Three effects. <laughs> um, so so one of the things about this, about this card is that the escalate cost, which should be downside in any other format, is actually upside in this deck, right? It's a great synergy with a, with a reanimator deck.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, being able to pitch a card, it is essentially a combo piece that is also protection. You are looking at their hands, stripping out a counter spell out of their hands. At the same time, you're pitching uh, a creature to your graveyard to help uh, you combo off, which allows you to get the added bonus of, say, minus two, minus two. You know what has two toughness, Pat? Death Deathrite Shaman. You know what's yep. a huge problem for reanimator decks? Deathrite Shaman. <laughs> so this card is perfect. I perf- was
0: gonna say Mother of Runes. <laughs> 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 yes, exactly. So um but one thing that I think I just want to mention um when you said uh, yeah, hey, this is a not only is it a combo piece, it's a piece of protection. Like yeah, that's a, this is a card that does double duty. What else, what other cards does double duty in his deck? Yeah, this well the Chancellor of the Annex is the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. It's combo piece and it's protection for your for your for your combo. So, uh, a lot of cards here are doing double duty in this deck. Yes. I think that's what makes it so strong.
1: It's a very efficient deck. All of the pieces lock together very very well and when those pieces fall into place, it is nigh impossible to to beat it. Um, really the, the downfall of the deck is variance. Uh, when you don't get the right pieces at the right time, it just feels like you do nothing. But when everything comes into place, it, it feels unstoppable.
0: Yeah, I completely agree.
1: Um, and the, but you know, like we talked about, this is a great deck for people getting into legacy because it's a powerful deck. Uh, it is also like Uh, The way the deck functions, there's a lot of room to play with it, a lot of room to explore with it and really, you know, find out the interactions of Legacy. Um, There are some cool, uh, you know, outplays that you can have with the deck with cards like Collective Brutality, uh, as well as Chancellor of the Annex and just, you know, getting things, uh, you know, lined up properly and being able to predict what's going to happen and responding appropriately. Um, But it's also not an impossible deck to play right um it,
0: right yeah it, it definitely has a lot of lines um it's a it's a good deck uh it's resi- I think it's fairly resilient for being a, a linear combo deck um but uh but yeah, it's, and it's cheap. It's cheap to put together. So it's. A, it, I think it's great for beginners. I really do. Yeah.
1: Uh, the one thing is it is going to be frustrating without any uh, real card selection other than Faithless Looting. Um, mm-hmm. You are going to have those frustrating matches where just nothing comes right. So right. Uh, if you're the type of person that does not like uh, feeling helpless in those situations, this might not be the deck for you if you if you mm-hmm. are a more controlling individual. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you kind of just like seeing where the wind takes you, it's a, it's a fun deck. Um, and what I like about it is you can really easily start to, you know, position it into blue black reanimator. Um, you know, we kind of mentioned it's fallen out of favor a bit, but I think it's worth, uh, talking about blue black reanimator a little bit, Pat. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Um, so I have this list pulled up, uh, came in top eight of, uh, looks like a, uh, legacy event in Brazil. Um, is one of the more recent ones. Uh, Blue Black Reanimator is going to get a bit more pricey for you. Yeah, because again, you're just running the
0: the, the blue cards, <laughs>
1: <laughs> the expensive blue cards. But yeah. what's nice is you can start to transition. Say you ruin some credit with Red Black Reanimator, you want to start to upgrade it. Mm-hmm. You can take that and start funneling it into Underground Seas and Force of Wills. Mm-hmm. And that is going to go a long way towards having you buy into the rest of Legacy decks. Like once you have Force of Wills and once you have Underground Seas, now all of a sudden, uh, you know, uh, blue black Delver variants start to open up to you. Right, um, and it's just it's a stepping stone towards other legacy decks. It's just a nice path to follow without breaking the bank all at once and just throwing a pile of money on the table. Mm-hmm. So, uh, in order to upgrade, uh, it does run more dual lands. So it's going to run one Bayou. Um, this version, by the way, that I have pulled up is splashing uh, green for Abrupt Decay. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, Which we've seen in that quite quite a bit.
1: Yes, it's fairly common. It runs one bayou, one tropical island to splash for abrupt decay. And the reason why is because it is going to be a bit slower than the red-black version. It's going to be about a turn... Uh, behind, which means your opponent's going to have time to deploy things like Deathrite Shaman, things like graftigger's Cage, Rest in Peace. Uh, these are all things that Abrupt Decay is really good at answering, and mm-hmm. being uncounterable is the reason why you choose Abrupt Decay over anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you absolutely need to destroy something, Abrupt Decay is what the deck turns to. Um, and then obviously it's also going to run three underground C for the, you know, the core of the deck of a blue black, Mm -hmm. um, for the spell suite, the spell suite changes a bit. Um, you add in a card selection of four brainstorm and then depending on the version three to four ponder, some lists will shave the ponder. Um, and then also four careful study, which is the blue version of faith is looting. Uh, this is also, I should mention, kind of the the original variants of Reanimator. Since kind of the early days, uh, were of the blue black variety, mm-hmm. um, and because of that, adding blue gives you the protection of cards like Force of Will and Days. Um, so, whereas re- uh, red black is a is a very proactive. Uh, reanimator deck, uh, blue-black reanimator will be more of the reactive side, where it will try and combo and then respond to what their opponents are doing with uh, Force of Will or Daze in order to force it through. Mm-hmm. Um, it interestingly enough, the card car, uh, car that carries over is Collector Brutality. Uh, it yeah, is it seems <laughs> like
0: it's good in that deck.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's just good. Like it's it dumps a creature in your graveyard. Kills a Death rate right Shaman or searches. Literally, a a, just spell. like
0: an extra copy of Entomb. A couple extra copies of Entomb. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, Collective Brutality is the best thing that's happened to
0: Reanimator in a while. The other thing, too, that's great about it is that because it's part of the cat. Like, getting your Entomb uh, forced sucks, but you can just. You can still dump cards in the bin with collector Brutality even if the card gets forced. Yes. Because the Escalation is part of the casting cost. It's not part of the resolution of the spell. So you're able – it's basically like a counter – an uncounterable Entomb at the very least. Exactly. (laughs) Um,
1: And uh, one thing you'll notice is it doesn't run nearly as much – acceleration where you don't Mm -hmm. you know some blue black reanimator lists will run dark ritual i don't really like dark ritual and blue black reanimator because if you're gonna run it you might as well just run the red black version yeah Um, the only real acceleration you'll see is lotus petal and the reason Mm -hmm. why is to get those turn one combos where you go swamp into lotus petal reanimate i win the game
0: Yeah,
1: Uh, that's too good to pass up, but you won't run things like Dark Ritual uh, because it's not really worth the card disadvantage of risking uh, it to get countered. Mm -hmm. Um, So you won't see as much uh, acceleration and in turn you get a a bit more, uh, you know, beef in your protection. Uh, You get to run the force Wills, get to run the days, get to run the ponders and brainstorms that let you find your pieces. Mm -hmm. Um, It'll also run a bit less in the reanimation suite. Um, Usually we'll only see one or two Animate Deads. Uh, Animate Dead used to be much more popular, and then after Abrupt Decay was printed, it kind of became a liability because you can Abrupt Decay the Animate Dead as an enchantment. And then when Animate Dead goes away, so does your creature. So. Right. Now you have these like eight mana creatures getting abrupt decayed, which really shouldn't happen. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so because of that, they've trimmed back on the animate dead a bit, and it's mostly four reanimate for exume always. Uh, what I like about uh, uh, blue black reanimator is the creature suite is much more toolboxy. Uh, you You really have a lot of flex uh, slots uh, with the creature suite. Um, we'll see three to four grizzle brands. That's pretty much standard. But you can really do whatever you want. Like this list, <laughs> I think, is hilarious. So it's running an Ashen Rider. Uh, it's running an Elish Norn. It's running an Iona Shield of Ameria, which is the angel that when it comes into play, name a color. Uh, your opponents yep. can't of the chosen color. Like that can just end uh, games on the spot.
0: Uh, I, one of our, our friend, Erin Campbell, that's one of her favorite cards that she'll play uh, because she loves to name red with that card. <laughs> so Burndex can't beat her. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, burn can be real like you can reanimate a grizzle brand and then your opponent lightning bolts you in the face. And you're like, oh. yeah it's like damn it
0: <laughs> and- because it, it in in reality like if if ma- if there was any any goodness in magic. Once you have a resolved grizzlebrand, brand, you should never lose the game. Like, <laughs> if all is
1: right in the world.
0: Yeah, 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 exactly. Unfortunately, it's not. Unfortunately, we live in a terrible place where awful things happen to good people. And you can still resolve a grizzle brand and still lose the game.
1: Awful <laughs> things happen to nice demons.
0: Yeah, exactly. The poor uh, guy's got hook for hands. Like, cut the guy some slack. How does he make sandwiches? How does he How does he shit? <laughs> You know uh, that guy's got a dirty... Wow! <laughs>
1: oh, man. Uh, well, the last flex spot, the fun spot in this... Moving along. Moving along. it, <laughs> inhabitory. Is uh, Civic Sky Swallower. Um, there are a lot of cards that you can choose. You know, Sire of Insanity, we mentioned before. Uh, Civic Sky Swallower is the five green blue for a six-six flying trample shroud. Mm-hmm. It's I mean it's interesting you choose cards like this because for the shroud ability uh you they, your opponents can't remove it it's very hard for them to remove it. I think there's usually better cards to choose for that position like uh Inkwell Leviathan is just bigger. Uh Inkwell Leviathan is flying trample. Uh I forget if it's Hexproof or shard and it's a 7/11. Uh the difference is is that it's about uh it's one or two mana more. But if you're reanimating it anyways, you know, what's an extra life point or two? Right. Um, So I'd kind of rather see Inqua Leviathan, but we'll also see uh, Sphinx of the Steel Wind, which is uh, protection from red and green and lifelink uh, as I think. it, uh, Yeah. Red and green, lifelink, flying trample. So that's really good against the burn decks because it's really hard for a burn deck to beat a pro red six six flying lifelink creature. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll also see things like Blazing Archon, which is basically like a moat for you. Creatures can't attack you. Um, we'll see like Jyn Gataxis pop up, uh, Spout Tyrant sees a lot of play because it allows you to bounce your opponent's permanence for you every spell you cast. Um, what I love about Blue Block Reanimator is it lets you play like all those crazy big fat fatties that you'd never get to cast normally. Um, mm-hmm. you know, they're not really good enough for sneak and show, uh, as focused reanimator because it's an entomb, which is a tutor effect. It really lets you toolbox those super cool, uh, creatures that you want to play with.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, so really the options are endless. Uh, terastodon's like another one that'll show up from time to time. Uh, I'm, I, I could go for probably like another half hour or every couple minutes. I'll remember another <laughs> one, Pat.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like you said, it's a, it's the toolboxy kind of deck. So it's something that really speaks to your. To your uh, uh, personality, yeah. Uh, oh, which is surprising because you don't like to play. Uh, you don't like to play Burning Wish in, in Steven Show, but you know. yeah,
1: because you get the same thing every time. That's boring, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, archetype of Endurance is another one. Right, Creatures you control are hexproof. <laughs> <laughs> so many things to choose from. Uh, what also, this is actually the path I started on, Pat. When I got into Legacy, uh, Blue Black Reanimator was my first real competitive deck that I got. And Mm -hmm. then the sideboard of Blue Black Reanimator is a little card called Show and Tell, because Mm -hmm. when your opponent boards in their graveyard hate, you board in your Show and Tell and you turn into a Show and Tell deck. And from there, it was, you know, it was history just going down, snek and show. (laughs) No step on (laughs) snek. Uh, so yeah, uh, blue black reanimator is a great jumping off point. It'll get you the underground seas, the force of wills and the show and tells. So you can either go into like the fair Delver decks or you can go into like other combo decks, like sneak and show. Mm -hmm. Uh, so yeah, that's why people should play it. Uh, and as far as bad matchups go, really, it's just like, it's more like bad cards, death, right? Shaman, Caracas. Uh, these are cards that you don't want to see. And then other than that, the decks pretty
0: much just lose to variance. Mm-hmm.
1: But yeah. What do you think, Pat? You want to be like, wanna...
0: you can't wait for Star Wars to come on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good. Also, the Pats are down 10 to 13 at halftime versus the Fish, so.
1: The Fish? i happy about that. There's a team called the Fish?
0: Oh, the Dolphins. I just watched them stomp the Dolphins like uh, a weeks ago and now they're playing in miami and they're losing in the halftime so it's probably going to go downstairs and uh hate drink myself <laughs> good that sounds healthy <laughs> um all right was there anything else we want to talk about with uh, as far as reanimator goes i think we
1: cover it i mean if cool. you're interested in that type of deck it's pretty cool i know my friend josh is liking it so far uh but yeah it's a good deck awesome awesome
0: um, all right. Well, before we get out of here, we did have a, uh, a couple things we want to uh, just kind of put in everyone's ear. Um, our friends from Arizona, uh, Anthony and Crew, they are having their Arizona their their Legacy tournament as um, Arizona eh, Arizona Eternal Magic um, is going on. What is it, Sunday, Jerry? This Sunday?
1: Yeah. Uh, Anthony said the sixteenth. Uh, so I believe that's that's this Sunday. And that's
0: e- the sixteenth is Saturday.
1: Saturday. Okay. Yeah.
0: I will drop their I will drop their twitch uh link in the uh, description right. of the show in the show notes uh, so you guys can check that out but I believe it's twitch.tv slash aZ eternal magic yep so even
1: if you are not in the Arizona uh, local scene but you just want to get some legacy fix and can't make it out to a uh, store you can uh, check out their stream and uh, watch some awesome
0: legacy being slung Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, we are giving away uh, one of the Hascon promo box sets. So that's the three cards, the three promo cards, plus the Dragon Foil. The cards are sweet. They're going, like, the, the, the sets are selling for, like, I don't know, 150 160 bucks, 160 so up and up. Um, it's got, like, the Grimlock in there, the Sword of Dungeons of Dragons, Nerf War, and the, the, the Dragon Token. So we are giving that away to one of our listeners. And we didn't want to do, like, another raffle, because we've done a bunch of raffles, and those are really fun um but we want to do something that um just an appreciation a bit... just give it yeah, up. Yeah. Well, yeah well yeah the reason why we're doing it is cuz we obviously want to give a gift away to to one of our listeners you guys are just really amazing we've had so much love from you uh the the last few years um the the cast has grown a ton. Uh, the page has grown a ton. It's really a great place, I think, to talk about legacy. It's a great community, and we just kind of want to show our, show our appreciation and and throw a couple uh, a couple rewards out there. So we're gonna do a contest. We're gonna do a caption contest. Um, I, so I found
1: the greatest image, Pat. <laughs> we got we
0: got a great picture. We got a great picture. Um, <laughs> what we're gonna do is on Friday when the episode releases, we're gonna post on the Facebook page. Uh, Jerry's probably gonna do that, and. Uh, you're gonna send your best caption for the picture to living a at hipstersatthecoast um, Send it to that email address. I will compile them, and then we have a group of people who will vote on their favorite uh, on their favorite caption. It, but it'll be separate from the name of whoever submits it. So it'll be completely unbiased. We'll get the funniest caption on there. Double b- um, double really blind cool. study. <laughs> exactly, and it'll be a really fun way for us to to give away some cool product to some of your listeners. And uh, I think like second and third, we'll probably send out some care some care packages as well. So we'll send out a little bit of love to, to a lot of people who enter the contest. And uh, so please, when you see the photo on Friday, go look at it on the Facebook page, brainstorm some ideas, really carefully study it, and send us an email leaving legacy at hipswiththecoast and uh, and give us your submission. We'll, also, we'll, we'll draw that
1: very and, important only one submission per person so make it good
0: yeah make it yeah make it count make it count and don't don't be bad at it if you're bad at it don't submit one <laughs> Wow. <laughs> uh
1: double points. It, actually no, I'll just go in there. Uh I'll end up uh photoshopping on uh whatever caption gets best and yeah. turn it into a nice little meme that you can oh, yeah. include with your family Christmas cards. <laughs> it'll be great. It'll
0: be great. <laughs> um and that drawing we'll probably let that go for like 2 weeks so you might get the you might end up getting the the drawing after Christmas cuz it'll be this will post the 15th. So we'll probably let it go to the 29th. And then we'll choose we'll choose on the you know we'll choose that week who we want, and uh, we will uh, we'll send out the, the care package man. We'll send out that promo box set, and like I said, we'll send out some stuff to uh, other people who enter the contest as well. So yeah, I got I got some. It'll be stuff. awesome.
1: Uh, we got we got some iconic masters packs to give away. Yep. We, we got, got
0: iconic masters. I'm sure we can find a couple unstable packs to give away. I still have stickers. We got stuff we can send out. So uh, sign, you know cards and all that stuff. So it'll be great. I'm really excited for it. So please just. Check out the p- the post and then uh, send an email with your caption to leaving a legacy at coast dot com. Oh, I um,
1: I have Pat's family Christmas card that I can give away. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Did I send you a
1: Christmas card this year? No, I didn't get a Christmas oh, card. You're on the list. Oh, I'm gonna
0: all right, I'll have to get your address. You're on the list. You're on the list. Um, awesome. So uh, so before we get out of here, Jerry, I want to do some scoops in the top eight. Who are you scooping in this week, man?
1: Oh man, um Well
0: Wow All right While you're thinking about that um, <laughs> I'm going to scoop in Our newest patron this week uh, Matthew Davidson Matthew thank you so much For your support of the cast It means a ton to us It helps us get out to events It helps us do more stuff For you guys um, It helps us deliver on content So seriously Thank you so much for that We really appreciate it Also Just want to give a huge shout out To our mod group That we have For uh, Leaving a Legacy The Facebook page The page has gotten huge It's got, like almost A thousand people on there now it, I think when I first On the cast We had like 200 people And now we're almost Five times that that much, it's really grown by leaps and bounds um, and really like 99.9% of it is really just respectful, um, funny uh, kind of discussions about the format, and the .01% our mod group does a really good job of just cutting it out of there, uh, because we want the p- page to be a place where there's a lot of positivity, there's a lot of um, good discussion going on and and, and, di- and discussion and arguments are fine, but we're not doing flame wars we're not baiting people, we're not doing any of that stuff, so if you're, if you're into that Don't come on the page. It's definitely not a place for you. Um, You know, we're not we're not into that stuff. So Uh, and so who else want to scoop in the top eight, Jared.
1: Oh, I'm going to scoop in Wilson Hunter because he just made me laugh like out loud, really loud and just embarrass myself (laughs) on the train ride home today. But it was awesome. (laughs) It was honestly very funny and I just could not hold myself. And then I realized everyone's looking at me.
0: Yeah, can you tell Wilson to please get more episodes of the brainstorm show going on? Oh man, I'm trying. Enough, we man.
1: we should actually have Wilson on the cast. because um, uh yeah, yeah, be we should have him amazing.
0: come on. Yeah, he's uh those guys are man, they're they are like <laughs> they are the limited resources of the legacy scene in my opinion. Uh they just have like the most just like the the most top level content, I think. Uh, as far as uh analysis goes yeah they're really they're really just a plus for sure if you don't listen to them you should be yeah
1: as i as i once told wilson because he said it's like leaving a legacy is my favorite podcast uh, other than my own of course i'm like yeah i mean brainstorm show is my favorite podcast including my own (laughs) yeah Rightfully so. Rightfully so.
0: Oh, man. Uh, All right. Well, if you want to find me, uh, if you want to find Jerry, you can find him at JME3RD on Twitter. You find me at Pat Ugle on Twitter. Uh, The stream. We'll be streaming this week. Maybe Wednesday night, I think, uh, which uh, which will be before this posts. Uh, but also maybe I'll stream uh, Friday night and Saturday night as well. Uh, Twitch.tv slash pat You can find the show. Search for Leaving Legacy on Facebook. You can find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Leaving Legacy. Find us on Hipster the Coast now. You can find us on Top Deck app. Find us all over the place. Just search for Leaving Legacy. We're going to come up. You come find us. You come listen to us. Submit your Submit your <laughs> captions. Leaving Legacy at com. Oh, we need
1: Dice Game, Pat. Dice <sighs> Game.
0: So, this is going to be... Uh, we're, we're ending the Dice Game. It ends on... No, we Thursday are Eve. not! Uh, my, my one wish to Santa no. was no more Dice Game. And he said he's going to grant that no. wish. And uh, so just stop submitting. I'm going to lock the he thread. he can't, because my wish to Santa was it. a
1: thousand more years of, of Dice Game. Not,
0: this is not Pucks at Tony <laughs> Phil. We're not doing this anymore. It's a huge waste of my time. No! <laughs> Most no, of these songs Pat. are real bad.
1: It's tradition. Some of the songs are real most bad, of the but songs it's are tradition. Really bad. Other
0: ones are the the most of the songs are really bad. The rest are just kind of bad. The people are <laughs> people are awesome. You're fantastic listeners. I love you all, but you have terrible taste in music. Just just Braden Defoe
1: is going to find you. He's going to come to your house.
0: <laughs> Do it, Braden.
1: We are not ending. the He's dice Canadian. Game, Pat. He doesn't
0: get upset about anything. He's not allowed to.
1: Everyone, everyone, make Pat's life easier. When you post your song in the Dice Game, include a YouTube link to the song. I, a bunch of people have been doing it, Pat. A bunch of people have been good. Have you seen those ones? They include the link with the perfect vision version.
0: Just, just roll the dice, Jerry. It's just, it's just. <laughs> Four. Kenny Dolson, Square Hammer, Ghost. Nice, play us out with something sweet. You can't Pat. say nice. You don't know what the song is. Nope, I don't know what that song it could is. Be terrible. <laughs> it's, it could be great. It's probably <laughs> terrible. Track record says it could be great. Oh, you're like you're like Peter Griffin. It could be anything. It could even be the boat. <laughs> Maybe the song's about if... a boat. <laughs> oh man, play us out with something sweet. Oh, it'll be something.